Well, good morning. It's so quiet already. Welcome to Pacific Hope Church. If you're visiting us with us here this morning, we welcome you in the name of our Savior Christ. And again, it is our privilege and joy to worship together our sovereign Savior, Jesus Christ. A few notes before we begin our worship service this morning. Uh, first and foremost, Pastor John is not here. As you guys remember, he left this past Friday to go to Africa to serve the International Training and Equipping Ministries to teach pastors in Africa sound doctrine, to teach them how to exposit the word, how to rightly interpret scripture. One of the major, major challenges in Africa right now is the health and wealth and prosperity gospel, teaching people that they should be wealthy and rich because if they're in Christ, they should be wealthy and rich, and that's obviously not true. So Pastor John is there for three weeks, uh, and while he's gone, we have Anthony Melicherek and Larry Boulinet who will be here preaching for us. Uh, filling in the pulpit duties. So if I can encourage you all just to be in prayer for Pastor John as he's gone, for his health and strength and for the ministry of the gospel to go forward there. And also to be in prayer for Larry and Anthony as they fill in in the pulpit here. Psalm 150 says, Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his mighty deeds. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the trumpet sound. Praise him with the lute and with the harp. Praise him with a tambourine and dance. Praise him with strings and pipe. Praise him with sounding cymbals. Praise him with loud clashing cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So we have our charge very clearly from Psalm 150 that when we're together we are to praise the Lord. And that's what we're here to do this morning. So before we get into our worship service, let's spend a moment in prayer. Lord, you are mighty, holy, sovereign and just. We thank you, God, that you've sent your son, Jesus Christ, to take our destruction, to take our punishment, to take what we deserved willingly. We thank you, Jesus, that you bore our burdens on the cross and that you've given us your righteousness that we may stand before the Father holy. I thank you, Lord, for this church. I thank you for your work here. I thank you for the way that you've blessed us richly. I thank you for our ministries here. And Father, we also pray this morning for Pastor John as he's away in Africa. I pray, Lord, that your word would go mightily forth through him and through those ministering with him. We pray, Lord, that you would strengthen him, that you would keep his body strong and healthy through uh, the major jet lag and also the difference of environment that he's in. I pray, God, that your word would be taught boldly and effectively and that the men who are taught would learn to uh, rightly divide the word of truth, showing themselves as workmen approved that they may take that word back into their communities and strengthen the gospel ministries. Pray also for Anthony as he preaches this morning that you would bless him with Holy Spirit power to communicate your word effectively and boldly. And God, I do thank you again for this ministry at Pacific Hope. In Christ's name, amen. 2 Samuel 22 records for us some of the last words of King David as he reflected back on his life, looking at how God had been merciful to him, how God had worked mightily in his life. And in 2 Samuel twenty-two forty-seven, we read, The Lord lives, and blessed be my rock, and exalted my God, the rock of my salvation. So as David looked back on his life, he saw God as his rock, and said, May my God be exalted. And here we are this morning to do the same thing, to say, May our God be exalted. So let's stand together and sing, He is exalted.
switch to a time of introspection, looking at our own sins of the past week and even of this morning. I'm reminded often of Romans 7, as I'm sure that you are, that the things that we desire to do, we don't do. And the things that we desire not to do, we end up doing. Uh, there's a, a prayer in this book called The Valley of Vision that I think sums up what Paul is trying to describe there very clearly. So I wanted to read that to you this morning. And the prayer is called The Broken Heart. It says, O Lord, no day of my life has passed that has not proved me guilty in thy sight. Prayers have been uttered from a prayerless heart. Praise has been often praiseless sound. My best services are filthy rags. Blessed Jesus, let me find a covert in thy appeasing wounds. Though my sins rise to heaven, thy merits soar above them. Though unrighteousness weighs me down to hell, thy righteousness exalts me to thy throne. 
All things in me call for my rejection. All things in thee plead for my acceptance. I appeal from the throne of perfect justice to thy throne of boundless grace. Grant me to hear thy voice, assuring me that by thy stripes I am healed, that thou wast bruised for my iniquities, that thou hast been made sin for me, that I might be righteous in thee, that my grievous sins, my manifold sins are all forgiven, buried in the ocean of thy concealing blood. I am guilty, but pardoned, lost, but saved, wandering, but found, sinning, but cleansed. Give me perpetual brokenheartedness. Keep me always clinging to thy cross. Flood me every moment with descending grace. Open to me the springs of divine knowledge, sparkling like crystal, flowing clear and unsullied through my wilderness of life. So as we know, Romans 3 reminds us that there's no days of our life that go by that we're not found guilty. Romans 3 says we've all sinned and fall far short of the glory of God. It's not just a little fall. God's holiness is supreme and high, and we fall far short of it. Uh, But thanks be to Christ Jesus who has saved us. And as we continue our service this morning, we're going to take a few minutes of silent prayer to confess our sins before our Father. So let's pray. Lord, we agree with your word that our sins are an offense in your sight, that our best works, our greatest works, are but filthy rags before you. Lord, we come to you with nothing to offer, with no righteousness of our own, nothing that we can bring on our behalf that would show us worthy before you. But Lord, I thank you that you've sent Christ Jesus, who died for us, who took our sin, who took our condemnation, who took our punishment, and in turn gave us his righteousness. I thank you, Jesus, that you did that willingly for us, that you went to the cross to take our sins. Lord, you alone are worthy of praise. You alone are able to cleanse from sin. You alone are able to pardon and forgive. 